Welcome to the 17th parak of Malachim Aleph. We are still traversing the generations. We have Yehuda, we have Yisrael, the different kingdoms, they've split. And now we're up to the next bit. Um, Achav has a conversation with Eliyahu Hatishbi. After that conversation, Eliyahu Hatishbi makes a promise that there would be no rain falling unless Eliyahu himself declares that it should be falling. Um, Hashem directed Eliyahu to the, uh, the brook of Chris, uh, where there would be water and food provided by ravens. Now, what was this conversation? So the Radak fills in right at the beginning of the Perak. He says that the drought was the result of a conversation between Eliyahu and Achav at the Shiva for the death of, of Chiel's sons. If you remember, Chiel rebuilt Yericho. Achav challenged Eliyahu. Um, and uh, he said that Hashem doesn't keep his word. The people are serving idols, and there's still plenty of rain. Yeah. Uh, the Torah says not like that. So uh, as a result, Eliel said, actually, no. You know, there's not going to be rain. Finished. Um, now, as we said, um, that the brook did, uh, it, after a year, the brook did dry up. Um, and Hashem sent Eliel to a widow's house to ask for some water. Now, we did mention before um, that in this crisp brook, um, there would be water and food provided by ravens. The Gemara says, the Radak quotes this in the Posig Dalad, that the ravens took food from Achav's table. So there you have it. Uh, anyway, so we've got this widow um, who uh, Hashem sends Eliel to the widow's house asking for water because the brook dried up. She agrees, but then when Eliel says, I want bread as well, or can I have bread? She refuses. Why? She explains she only has minimal supplies. They're only ready. They're only enough for her and her son. At that point, um, a miracle occurs and the flour and oil keep pouring. They replenish themselves. This occurred for a whole year. The Pasuk says that the woman's son becomes ill uh, and he dies. The mother runs to Eliyahu for help. He takes the boy to his room. He stretched over him three times and he davened. The boy comes back to life. uh, And the mother says, now I realize that you are a man of Hashem. You've performed this miracle. There is a Tosvas. Um, that, uh, that, that discusses um, how this worked. Uh, you know, if Eliel was a Kohen, uh, how could he uh, bring someone back to life? Or how could he, uh, how could he uh, get involved with someone who's dead? There's a toast in Bob Matir discussing that. And also more interesting is uh, this Radak. There's a Radak in Pasuk Chafalev. He says, why did Eliel put his hands on the child's hands uh, and mouth? If you're going to perform a miracle, then you don't need that. This is not CPR. You know, this is uh, you know, this is not first aid. This is a miracle. You're bringing someone back to life. So what are you doing? Putting your hands on them, your mouth on them. What do you need that for? So Radak says that Eliyahu wanted to minimize the miracle. Um, that's one idea. We're going to we're going to talk about that soon. He says maybe alternatively there was some element of body heat, which he says itself would have minimized the miracle. That's hiding the fact that he was doing a miracle. Or maybe this is the way of increasing the kavana of his tillis. Now, we do find this notion, this concept of tzaddikim minimizing miracles. Yaakov Avinu, way back in Parashas Vayetze, when he lies down and he's protected by the wild anim- from the wild animals, he puts some stones around his head. Why? To protect himself from wild animals. Now, there's no wild lion, wild bear that's going to be put off by a few stones around someone's head, but he's minimizing the miracle. We actually find this concept with Hashem himself. The previous one was the Mitzvah Sisharim talking, 
But the Sefer HaChinuch, in reference to the Eish Tomid, the, the daily fire, uh, says the same thing. He says, even though there was an Eish Yerim in Hashemayim, every day a miraculous fire came from heaven, we have to light our own fire on the Mizbeach, on the altar, because we, Hashem, his humility is to hide his miracles. Interesting. Hiding his miracles. Humility, not necessarily flaunting your level, you know, showing the miracles you do, but at least doing something in the physical world just to hide it and keep it humble. That is the lesson or one of the lessons of the 17th Perak of Sefer Malachim Aleph.